0: SDs? SDs. One, two, three? I don't know shit about (laughs) fuck.
1: I like sucking. Come
2: on, man. Legit.
3: Hello, welcome back to Legit Bad. We have an extra long episode tonight with uh, Ben from Central Utah Paranormal. Ghost stories, paranormal stuff, we even talked about aliens a little bit. It's a fun time. He's got a YouTube channel, it's Central Utah Paranormal, on all platforms. Except if you find him on Facebook, make sure there's periods in between Central, Utah, and Paranormal. Because there is two of them, and he is the real one. He told us. We're going to start out with some funny articles though so i don't know if you guys have heard of this one yet i've heard it on a couple different shows it's not really it's from february 21st so it's like almost a week old but here's the headline it's from fox carolina so i'm assuming it's in carolina somewhere (laughs) bear bites woman on her behind in outhouse have you guys heard this one
0: no please
3: all right, Can a they? woman says a Mom bear... Mom
1: just told me this the other day. Go ahead. Which
3: is funny. Behind is such a funny word for your fanny. Like, who says that?
0: You just said fanny. And, ben.
3: <laughs> ben. <laughs> ben. Says a woman says a bear bit her bottom while she was inside an outhouse in Alaska. A woman was bitten by a bear on her behind as she sat down to use an outhouse in Alaska. Shannon Stevens was camping with her brother near a lake in Haines. No idea where that is because I don't know anything about Alaska. Shanna made the trip to the outhouse sometime after dinner and discovered she wasn't alone. Quote, I went to the outhouse, sat on a toilet, and immediately something bit me. Honestly, it didn't occur to me it would be a bear. I didn't know what it was. I felt the pain and screamed, as you do when something bites you in the ass. So what? So that's funny as it is, but I'm trying to figure out was the bear in the crap? Like yes. If, if it's one of those drop toilets, it had to be like playing around in the turds.
1: So
0: to do so that. it's gonna depend on how big her ass is. Sorry. Well, that's what no, 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 if it goes no, around quick, the toilet. Immediately it
3: been made me think that it's a good thing she's not a dude with a ding dong, because can you imagine <laughs> going to pee in there? You could lose a ball. You could lose the tip.
1: <laughs> you could lose the whole I'm thing. I'm a piranha.
3: But uh, she was a woman, so she. Uh, that was the other thing. Was she number twoing or number oneing? Doesn't matter. She's sitting down either way. Yeah. But. Like, did she shit on the bear and the bear got pissed and was like "fuck you" and bit her ass?
1: No. So the rest of the story is is that, uh, so after she got bit, I say that in quotes because she ended up going and grabbing her brother or whoever the other guy was, and they went in there, and when they looked down, there's a fucking bear staring back at them, like in the the bottom of it. In and the so crap. they went they went and got people to get the bear out and then also she went to you know the hospital because she just got bit by a fucking bear and um they looked at it and it actually doesn't look they said it didn't look like she got bit that would be much more severe chunk of flesh things like that so the bear couldn't reach with its mouth up there it looks like instead that she had gotten scratched um and just assumed based on the fact that it's a fucking bear that she got bit um and they said what it looks like was that it was trying to find food and didn't know what was down there that's not so the place for went, that buddy it went foraging thinking that it could get back out but the way that it's you know angled it couldn't get back out and so it was probably living off of the shit that Uh-oh. was down there so for how God knows okay. how long and was probably kind of angry
3: <clears throat> how how are there not safeguards in place to make sure fucking bears don't get in the shit it's alaska
0: they're like bears are everywhere here. We can't do shit about.
3: Oh them. yeah, bear and the shitter. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that.
1: Alaskans, Alaskans are are, are like if Americans were Russian. Like uh, they just there's bears and there there's bush people and they, they don't give a shit.
3: No, he gave a lot of shits, <laughs> or took a Another lot of people. shits. I was trying to figure <laughs> out if if it pawed at her, so he's just trying to grab that ass. If he was actually <laughs> oh, no. if he was nibbling, then he was. that's uh me too right there anyway moving on to the uh next one this is from npr octopuses punch fish sometimes for no apparent reason which is gangster (laughs) as fuck what have eight legs hunt among a group of fish and can throw a mean sucker punch according to research published published in ecology last week the answer would be octopuses yes octopuses not octopi we asked Octopuses punch fish deliberately. Sometimes there's a reason, but other time there's no dis- discernible excuse. I just thought I saw that today and was like, I love That's octopuses awesome. so much more now. They're like yeah. we can escape from shit and fuck fish. We punch them.
0: 'em. They're just like, move, I'm swimming here, bitch. Fuck you. They're I can
3: all, totally see them doing that there's though. They're weird. A
0: reason. They're not in their brains. No, they have no, their they own probably, reason. They look it's dumb, their own they little sense em.
1: of humor too. They're like, Yeah, look at me. I covered myself up with <laughs> sand, I'm blending in. Bop ha <laughs> They, pun- they punch right? them and
3: then squirt ink on them just as a fuck you.
1: Right? Enjoy
0: the deep sea, bitch.
1: You're a find me now.
0: <laughs>
3: All right. What else we got here? Oh, so I did the uh, Q&A thing. Got a few questions, actually. Uh, what's that high
1: pitch? R- sorry. What's that high pitch
3: ringing? Uh, it's probably my computer fan. I didn't think it would be coming up. I Turn
0: off fan. Can you still hear it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I noticed that throughout the session, but when people are talking, I, I can't hear it. And then it's almost like, you know how we've talked about whatever triggers your mic to actually start picking up sound? All of a sudden you can hear it. So I, I didn't can't... know if it was mine or not.
0: No, your computer is super loud. The fan is loud.
3: Yeah, it's weird though because I don't think it typically shows up in the recording. If it I does, somebody tell me.
1: i never heard
0: it before. Okay. Huh. Hopefully it just doesn't
1: show up. Anyway, sorry. Maybe it's a ghost.
3: <clears throat> anyway so we did A Q&A thing on instagram i was going to do it on uh pay thank you i was going to do it on patreon but i realized there's like hardly anybody there go sign up uh patreon.com slash legit bat podcast so i did it on instagram instead and we got a b- bunch of questions so the one on patreon was from uh justin at planet fatness fatman xxl he said wet wipes or toilet paper which is a perfectly valid question um I kind of do a combo of both, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't like the feeling of just wiping with wet wipes because it feels so like, wet. yeah, it, it gets swampy, but I, d- it doesn't feel like it gets everything. I like to see it gone on the toilet paper and then yes. go in for the double team with the the yes. wet wipe and make sure everything's nice, moistened and you know the clean. The worst, but though. then after, after that, wipe, it's like... I take toilet paper and go back through and to clean up off. the swampness. <laughs> And that's so great. It's like taking a shower with your ass. That
1: is really creepy. How alike that we are in our <laughs> completely not talked about wiping. Um, so I do the same thing. Is like uh, I like what Chad and Nicole said. End it with end it with a with with a single. So like I'm not gonna load up the bowl full of freaking you know Huggies. But at the same time, like there's just some times where you gotta use a wet wipe to get it all off. So. I agree that it is a combination of the both use toilet paper. It also depends on what toilet paper you have as to whether or not I do a follow-up dry wipe, because some of that gets all crumbly. It's just like when you have an atomic poo and you have all the splash back and you're going to wipe. And all of a sudden you start realizing that you're going to have some balled up dingleberry freaking toilet paper in your, in your hair because it got too wet. Like, yeah, Nobody wants using, that. One wet, using a baby wipe to finish it off is great, but...
3: Oh, damn it, we're talking
1: about
0: So you guys again. have hair on your buttholes? Well, not on the all hole, but it. all around it, yeah. Oh, I shave all that so, off. You don't do that? So like, no.
1: Let me explain this. If the crack is this deep and the hole is right there, the hole itself <laughs> doesn't but all the hair growing in between. It's like you a cat. Spread it and try to wipe and then things fall off. Oh. Think
3: about a long haired cat. It's like that.
0: If you just shave that off though, that doesn't happen. It's so much cleaner. No, then you get razor it's burn on your wiry nose. hair too. No, there's no razor burn.
3: Anyway, moving on from poop and <laughs> buttholes. Sorry. Uh, like Ron, Ron from New England said, the whole how much wood could a woodchuck chuck has always been an, en- an enigma. An enigma. But try this one. If a person dies a tragic sudden death, do you think they know they are dead? Before we answer that one, uh, 4 Niner Gang says, When you die, this one's very hard to read because every first letter of every word is capitalized. When you die and see the light at the end of the tunnel and go for it, what if that tunnel is the birth canal and you're being reborn? And the reason you're crying so uncontrollably is because in that moment you realize what's occurring and you now realize. That you're losing everything you once knew and are having to start from scratch all over again. So that's more of a, a theory than a question, but uh, we've talked about that, probably not on the show, but we've definitely talked about that before. It's a decent theory, but I don't know if as a newborn you're really like uh, that aware enough to realize you're coming out of your mom's vagina. I would hope not, at least.
1: Well, I think th- I think the point is that you're aware of it in the ending of your last life because you realize that you're going to be starting over, and not know that again.
3: And then as soon as you come out, you're just full tarred baby again. Yeah, yep.
0: there has to be some moment where all of that shit gets erased.
3: Oh, I have it to. Re- sucks. I have yeah, to. Uh, I, would ref-
0: I would cry uncontrollably too. Would you not? Yeah, <laughs> I got to reference
3: this one too. Uh, at, based in roots said, speaking of sucking and stupid, you're wearing a hemp necklace. So I said, a touche, I'll remo- remove it immediately, along with cutting my hair. I'm not going to say fuck that guy, because he might listen. But it was funny. Well,
4: hold he on. said Let's something about... Ron's-
0: he listens to Let's reggae,
1: go- though. He said something about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I made that necklace, so fucking. If fuck you him, die okay. a tragic death, do you know that you are dead? I'm going to go with no.
4: No, you there's some stories... fucking dead.
3: No, there's some stories where they... Well, I guess those are NDEs where they're like, almost like you said, floating above their body. And they like see their body in like a car wreck or whatever. But they end up, obviously we hear those stories because they come back into their body. But I imagine if you actually died, it might be something similar. And then you just kind of float off into, you know, heaven or whatever. I think
0: it's more of like a, not necessarily a tragic death, but I think if you know you're about to die, like if someone is stabbing you, that's super tragic. Very sad. But you're, you're like, also not going to leave dead a mark. Yet. Holy fuck, death <laughs> is coming. I think those people do know. But I think if you get in a car wreck because a truck comes up and like sideswipes you, comes out of the blue, you have no idea. I could totally picture being like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? But really, you're dead. You just had no idea what just fucking happened to make that happen. We've heard a lot of stories on MU, especially, where they talk about people who are just confused or. Whatever. If anybody has any
3: stories about the time they died and uh, knew they were dead, let me know. Recessed. Justin Planet Fatness also said, I got another one. Pick and flick or snot rocket? I can Mm -hmm. answer that in two words. Snot rocket all day.
1: What?
0: That's so gross. What if it gets on your shirt?
3: It depends on the consistency. If it's one of those like allergy, like real heavy snotty (laughs) that's kind of hard to get out and pick and flick... Then it's a snot rocket. If it's one of those crispy morning boogers, you know where you wake up and you can actually physically feel it in there, that's yep. a pick and flick because that won't come out with a <laughs> snot rocket.
1: No, that I'm not might kidding. Pull some skin or hair out. Like,
3: well, it won't come out because it's so it's like a wafer in there, right. and it just kind of like pff, yeah. with with the air, so it doesn't come out. You got to pick and yeah, flick it. Yeah, the
1: super the super runny stuff like that's <laughs> not rocking all day. The, the, they call it the farmer's Kleenex.
3: Yeah, the far- farmer I think that's
0: only appropriate farmer to do in blow. the shower, right? I mean...
3: Nope.
1: No.
0: What?
3: You do it wherever no. you want.
1: <laughs> Joe no. and I both <laughs> at the same time. No,
0: no. no then, it's fine. It gets on my face and my shirt. It's cool.
3: Last but not least, the homie John, at John of the Dead 530, that's my old coworker and one of my best buds, says, and he's been asking this question forever, and we don't know the answer because, I, I mean, there's a reason he's asking it. Do gay guys titty fuck, or is that a straight guy thing?
4: Hmm.
3: Well, I would yeah, immediately off the enough. bat yeah, say no, only because it would be more like um, breastbone fucking. Unless you got a real fat gay guy, then maybe. But then why not just use the belly button or anything else?
0: The belly button? No, no one wants to well, get I, fucked I, in their I, wait, belly Wait, hold button. on a
1: second.
3: I, but you're talking about fucking like a hairy chest.
0: What if they shave it?
3: Well, they <laughs> might be into the hairy thing. The bears are a real thing.
1: <laughs> we, yeah, I, I would, I don't know. Uh, I would say that they do, and because I think that regardless of whether it's chestbone fucking or not, there's people that are into everything. So my guess is is that that's definitely a thing. I think you meant like
3: generalized. Do gay guys do that? And I would I would have to say no.
1: I don't think it's physically possible.
0: You don't think? Why?
3: I don't think the vast majority of gay guys uh, chest fuck. Their part. I don't know. It just seems strange. There's no. You're just rubbing it on like
1: skin yeah, at not that like point. Friction. I mean, it's the same. But thing But then, why you're does street on the floor do street people do it? Dick down.
0: I mean, well, because like, girls' tits
1: like, are awesome. That's, that's, that's why.
0: That's not cool. Like, it's not even hot. Is hold hold hot on. Either? Maybe
1: they think that. Maybe they. Maybe they think that moobs are awesome. I don't know. They, they think, think why, butt
0: yeah. sex is awesome, which I can't wrap my brain around. I, so maybe they okay, like titty I, I sex not I,
3: I too. not just butt. It's hairy man butts.
1: Vagina on the front.
0: Okay.
3: Anyway, that closes out the Q&A session. We'll do that again next month. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
1: Mind your business. <laughs>
3: Ben's got his own content to bring. We got a, one of his friends gotten a, a, a bit of an accident. Actually, it wasn't an accident, but no, it was I'll not. let you elaborate.
1: So, uh, depending on where you guys live or if you guys saw the headlines around this area and where we're from, uh, I believe it was last October, one of my friends, I've been friends with him for several years now, his name is Jay Skiles. Uh, S-K-I-L-E-S. He was attacked while with his friends, minding his own business. There was no contact with the assailant. um, And he was stabbed in the neck with, uh, he told me, a fishing spear. And uh, I've seen the pictures. And uh, at the time that I decided to bring this to everybody's attention, the fundraiser uh, was still being ran. And as of yesterday or today... It appears as though the fundraiser has been taken down or reported. And I don't know what asshole would report that kind of thing. Uh, But I was talking to his fiance, uh, Jesse, and um, she basically said, I don't know why it's not working. It looks as though somebody reported it. So in a nutshell, he was about two minutes away from dying due to severe blood loss, does not remember virtually anything after being stabbed. Um, It was a random act of violence from what appears to be a guy on drugs um his comrades that were there with him uh caught the assailant pinned him down waited for the cops and he is now being charged with attempted murder and uh jay's attorney um says that he will not rest until the guy is put away for life Um so this is what's going on is that as a result of being stabbed in the neck and the severity of it he has very very bad nerve damage all the way uh basically from his left pec over um and is has years of physical therapy ahead of him. Um, a lot of surgeries. He's on meds. He's out of work. Um, he can't barely sleep because of the nerve damage and twinges of pain. Um, and they are asking for help to uh, get him through the medical portion of this. When they ran the fundraiser, don't worry, I was not an asshole. I actually did donate. Um, but when they were running the uh, fundraiser, they were still hoping to get um, a little bit more to—I mean, they have thousands of dollars worth of medical bills. And having known Jay, he's a great dude. He's a dad, um, and he works really hard. Um, and he—he's just a really good dude. And um, I've known him for a long time. Never to be somebody that was uh, anything but happy, and de- certainly would not deserve any kind of random act of violence. I don't think anybody does, but especially, uh, basically, being sucker stabbed like that not not something that was okay and if everybody could help him out um since i do not have the fundraiser uh page anymore um you guys can zell um if you're familiar with zell it's kind of like cash app um you can zell jesse skiles um and if you want the phone number uh direct message us on any of the platforms and i will give you that number to send any kind of donated money to them it'd be very much appreciated uh he needs all the help he can get
3: Perfectly said. Very efficiently said, too. Thank you. Well, I guess that's it. Anybody got anything else? No? Going once?
0: I tried to find funny news stories. I couldn't find shit that wasn't Uh, about COVID.
1: Give it a week
3: and just look to Florida. They'll come up with something.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what, though? Just Might I add that this was a way better episode than I was thinking it was going to be. Not because I thought it was going to be shit, um, but because... We didn't talk about fucking COVID once. No, we no, that was. We didn't talk about Biden or Trump once. No, it was great. This was but, perfect. Was we awesome. talked about it talked yeah. about
3: it last night. We're gonna try to pivot away from that. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, speaking of that, Thank yeah, you. we have Mike Adelic or Mike Brincatelli from Mike Adelic on Sunday, and then the week after that we have Dave from Dopey. And I'm trying to get Charlie Robinson and Midnight Mike yeah. on the week after that. Who's Mike Adelic? Mike Brincatelli okay he, he runs a psychedelic podcast so that'll be fun cool. too.
0: so it'll be that cool. and then dopey so it's gonna be not covid shit right no nope. okay
3: s- yep. you just said it no, so
1: whatever. i need i need uh i'm gonna need some snacks for that episode <laughs> yeah I probably i'll need some snacks. i'll
3: bring my snacks
1: Alrighty, guys enjoy, enjoy our episode
3: our talk with ben and we'll see you next time see ya We got Ben from Central Utah Paranormal in here. So how did you first get involved in ghosts? Did you see a ghost or uh, did you get raped by a ghost or are you just interested in it?
2: Just touched, ever so gently.
3: Oh, nice.
2: (laughs) But um, no, I think for me it started, same as I guess a lot of people say it starts for them. Like, did any of you have an experience when you were young that you couldn't explain or you knew it was real, but when you tried to tell someone, they didn't believe you or they kind of just like made fun of you for your story.
3: Yeah, I think that's the general, yeah. uh, the general experience with people that have those kinds of things happen.
2: Yeah. I mean, I had, I had a few happen when I was younger. I'm trying to think of some that I haven't shared with some people, but there's one very particular one that I'll always remember. Um, I was, oh, I was, I was pretty young for this one. I was probably um, ten, maybe nine or ten. But um, I guess I should ask you guys first. Have you guys ever seen a spirit or like a manifestation that you couldn't like describe or understand?
1: Yes, I, uh, you have. Huh? I will. Sh- I'll shortly be divorcing her. Um, no, um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zink. it was—it's was very scary. Uh, no, actually, I can't say that I have uh, personally, and I'll—I'll I'll let them answer too. Uh, I—not that I know of. I'm also very cynical. Most things that I would see that I can't understand, I just go, "Well, I don't know what it is. I can't—I I can't explain it. So, whatever." Um, to answer the other question that you asked, though yeah but not anything specific i can't I can't remember anything specific where I tried to tell somebody and they were like bullshit like
3: yeah I don't think I've ever had any not that I can remember if I did a hypnotic regression, maybe they'd pull something out but i I had weird dreams that seemed like I was seeing something, and I'm pretty sure they were dreams, but who knows what about you
0: yeah no I've never the only things I've ever seen were on the severe lack of sleep after I had my daughter. (laughs) So I think I could just uh, chalk it up to that and not say that it was paranormal. I've seen like a thing come up from the ground and then disappear, but I was on like, I don't know, three days of an hour sleep each day. So it was probably just that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who knows, right?
1: (laughs) I guess, I guess actually this just came to mind. I guess the only thing that I wouldn't be able to explain, um, was during my car accident the last thing that i remember was getting flung from the vehicle and looking down in the van rolling underneath me um i i blacked out midair, and they said that i would have blacked out because of the impact landing in the field um the way the doctors described it was they said all they could say was that it looked like angels had laid me softly down in in the grass and uh, the only thing that I can describe because it's kind of a fuzzy memory um, is that it kind of felt like I was just floating like through the air. That's about it. <clears throat> yeah, but that's, that's not, not that's
3: seeing those... a ghost. What the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> He's just said an experience that you couldn't explain. Like that's all I that's – the, that's the closest I could get, Joe. Okay? <laughs> I'm trying here.
2: No. I think we've all had – I've had one similar to that too, actually. But so when I was little – um. Oh man. So when I was little and I was scared and I'd I'd sleep when I'd be sleeping in my bed, I would cover all of my face with my sheets and I'd leave my mouth sticking out so I could <laughs> still breathe. That way I could just breathe in the scary experience and not see it, right? There you go. So so I'm laying in my bed and I see the stain and it's actually in this house that I'm in right now. And oh, I, was, that. I was like, What the you know, but I'm I'm little, you know, and I don't want to get out of bed. I'm like, okay, so I I assume the position. <laughs> <I lay> down, <laughs> got my mouth sticking out and I feel something like pressing down on me. And then I can feel what feels like, like hair tickling the side of my face. Like I know it wasn't but that's what it felt like. Like it wasn't like real hair. You know what I mean?
3: It found your weak spot. I
2: barely have any hair left and I didn't have any then either. So (laughs) it wasn't my own. And so I forced myself to go to sleep and like six years ago or so, I'm telling a coworker about this experience and she's like, Oh, you got visited by the hag. I was like, what? It's like the hag. So I, I had never heard that that term or the story before, but if you get bored, Google the Hag or experiences, and that's exactly what it is. It's almost like a form of sleep paralysis, and they see what looks like this female figure, but it's like a, it's not like a, ooh, hey, it's like a. Ugh.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've
0: heard of that and, before on a uh, mysterious universe. The old yeah. Hag experience. Yeah, I know what that.
3: Mm-hmm. Is. That seems is from what I've heard. It's relatively. Common, but I, I don't think I've ever experienced that myself. But just like I told you, it was kind of like a dream, but it was the same type of thing where I couldn't move. I didn't see an old <laughs> hag, but I did see a hand coming up the side of my bed. And th- the weird part was that was a recurring dream. I had that a handful of times. I remember that. Yeah, I had it a, a handful of times when I was a kid. And it f- I would always wake up in a cold sweat and just...
1: We used to we used to have bunk beds, and I was, I'm was i four years younger, than, and so I would always sleep on the top because, you know... Runs get the bitch fucking spot and so and uh he i remember the next day he told me about it well i think at the time you must have been like i think like 12 or 13 and i uh, was younger than that you might have been younger than that but he tells me about it and so the next night we're going to bed and now i'm (laughs) obviously freaking out thinking that well if he sees a hand under his bed surely i'll see one at the top bunk and so now I was freaking out the whole time. But anyway, I remember that. I didn't know that it was a recurring thing for you, though.
3: Yeah, it happened a few times, but uh, it, it was up. freaky. But I haven't had anything since then. So anyway, sorry. Continue with your story.
2: <laughs> no, you're good. So that's really where my very first like crazy experience came from. And you know, it got to the point where you try and tell people about it and you start to feel stupid or you're like, Oh no, like maybe I really didn't. Like I was just streaming or
1: as the memory lengthens and you go, Oh, maybe I saw it wrong. And mm-hmm. you start second guessing yourself
2: after yeah. that point. But I've had multiple crazy ones since then. And I'm like lucid, not intoxicated. I know what the hell's going on. Um, but one of the craziest ones, um, and I tell the story, I feel like, Anytime I do an interview, I always tell the story, and my wife always tells me I tell it wrong. So <laughs> I'm sure she'll be correcting me that's later what when, good she, for. when she watches this. But have you, any of you heard of the Queen Mary? or been to it? No. Is that a ship? Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. I I don't. That's. I was guessing. It sounded <laughs> You're like, like okay, a ship. <laughs> cool. I yeah. still
4: don't know what it is. But.
1: <laughs> I assume based on the title that is a British ship.
4: Um,
2: kind of so okay. a little history of it it started as a prisoner of war ship during world war ii um, they called it the gray ghost it was like a medical ship so they would go pick up people um, in england and all over during world war ii and they keep the prisoners of war in the basement and then they had a medical floor i guess you could say but in like 1955 uh, someone bought it and turned it into a cruise liner and weird shit started happening on the ship. And As they were it
3: does. Like, uh,
2: like, we don't want any of this. And so, of course, who buys it? Disney. Because <laughs> they <laughs> like crazy shit, right?
4: <laughs>
2: and so, anyways, Disney buys it and turns it into a docked hotel in Long Beach. And they only have it for about, I think, three or four years. And then they can't even keep staff everyone's seeing all these weird things no one can explain all these different events that are happening and so it's been through different owners since then i don't know who owns it now
1: but have have any of the owners died or that you know of or not that i know
2: of no at least not like on the ship i'm sure some of the past owners are no longer with us but... well,
1: so they're nice yeah, that, being that old i would think so i was gonna yeah be i this is awful to say, but it'd be really cool if one of the owners like died on the ship, uh, then it would, <laughs> cause then it would be like, sorry. Uh, but that would be like a really cool extra story. Like, yeah, we don't know where he's at now. I think he's just became a part of it. Like,
2: no, totally. Like no joke. But, um, so I went there and stayed there, um, on a, uh, biology trip for college. So we, um, We drove down, we stayed on the Queen Mary for a night, and then we were supposed to catch a, like a ferry in the morning to go to Catalina Island. And so we stayed there overnight and I didn't have anything happen that time. So, and I was probably like 20, 23.
3: Were you aware of the, of the story of the Queen Mary Mm -hmm. before that? Oh, okay. Is that why you went?
0: (laughs)
2: Yeah, I was super excited. <laughs> oh, so you were like super f- let down? Yeah, I only had to pay 50 bucks to stay there. So I was like, yes! And, like normally it's not that cheap to stay there. So everyone's telling me these stories. I'm like, you're all full of shit. Nothing happened. Like you're all just, no. And I'm still pretty like skeptical. Like even in my experiences and stuff, I still try and debunk everything that I hear and whenever we go on investigations, I try and prove it wrong. At a boy, Atta that's boy. probably so, healthy. <laughs> and when it gets to the point where you can't prove it wrong, and you're like,
1: "Oh, okay then." It, it, that's a that's a big swing when uh, you've been going so long or trying to disprove stuff, and then when you finally get to a point where you realize you haven't been able to do it that to anything, and mm-hmm. you shift the other direction, it's like, "Holy shit! All this is true." <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
2: laughs> so, anyways. Um, my wife and I take turns every year deciding on where we're going to go on our, um, honeymoon or not honeymoon, our anniversary. And so year two was my turn and we went and stayed on the Queen Mary. <laughs> and I, I told her, I was like, like we watched some documentaries and kind of scared her. Like the very first episode of Unsolved Mysteries in like 1991 was the Queen Mary. Wow. The very first episode. Oh wow. And now, it was she... it was the first unsolved mystery.
1: <laughs> just so I just so I kinda get a feel for where you're going with this. Now is your wife more of the cynic like you are where it comes to kind of like I I'm I'm gonna try to debunk this or is she she pretty skittish?
2: Uh, she hates it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: it's, funny. It's more is it like, like
1: torture.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So she <laughs> awesome. she does not she does not go with me. When I tell her her, my story, she's just like, "Uh huh, that's
4: that's cool." Not (laughs) telling me.
2: (laughs) But and she's really she's really good at like even helping me debunk stuff because I think it's that she has that really strong skepticism or like a not like a scientific mind, but the who, the where, the why, when, what, all that. So I do. She does help me with that kind of stuff, but. And so I told her, I was like, nothing's going to happen. And I was like, all these people said they had this, like, oh, my sheets moved. Oh, like, oh yeah, God. you're in them. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, you're all telling your wife nothing's going to happen in the back of your mind. You're like,
2: please let mm-hmm. something happen. <laughs> yeah, that's so how we, sheets we work. We stayed there for four days and it happened within eight hours of us getting there. Oh. oh yes. All right. So go,
3: go on. So we get, we,
2: we get to the ship and Show. they collect all the stories of crazy stuff that have happened to people and they publish them. Um, and I haven't sent mine. I kind of really want to send mine and be like, Hey, put me in one of your books, but I haven't, I probably should. But so we get there and she picks up one of the books and she's kind of like going through and reading. them. like, Holy crap, this happened here. This happened here. And as we're walking to our room, she's looking at the the room numbers. Cause as you're reading the stories, it tells you the room numbers and everything. And she looks over and she's like, Um, so, uh, this one, something happened in this one and our room's right here and it's right here. Oh shit. And luckily, well, I shouldn't say luckily, maybe it would have been better if we would have stayed in that room, but we got in there and I paid for a queen and I paid for a king and they gave me a full, I was like,
4: "No, you're
2: giving me a king. (laughs) (laughs) And so they moved us like two rooms down. And so the story goes, um, in that particular room. It was on the B deck, which apparently if you pay more money, you get the more shitty haunted side of the boat. I was <laughs> not aware of that. Would and you have paid more? Probably, well now. Yeah. But <laughs> when I stayed on it, I was on a different, uh, a different floor. So it, things started to kind of come together, but so what happened in this particular room was the dad, um, Murdered his wife on the bed and then strangled his two twin daughters in the bathtub, oh, and Jesus. killed himself.
0: And that's the room you stayed in?
2: No, that was the room. The room fast. across the hall. I, I still gotcha. get goosebumps right.
0: telling that yeah, story. Yeah,
2: that's that's up. insane. And so, so my wife does like a Snapchat story in front of the door, like, "Holy cow, this dude killed his whole family right here, <laughs> and we're just sleeping over here," you know. And so we get we go down to our room and. Just chilling because we drove all the way from, like, we live in Millard County, which is uh, 10 hours from California in Utah. So, we just wanted to sleep after we got there. And about 2 o'clock in the morning, um, I wake up to the sound of my wife saying my name. And it's not... um, Not in a cool way. Yeah. And it's, (laughs) yeah, not in in a good way. And I just hear this but it's super muffled, kind of gurgly and quiet. And I woke up and all of a sudden she just takes this big breath of air. And she's like, something was just holding me down in the bed. Something was just holding me down in the bed. And so I do man shit. You know, I jump up, go turn on all the lights, make sure that the doors are locked. <laughs> He's walking around with a half chub. <laughs> like, yes, <Yeah>. it's happening. <laughs> and I get into the bathroom and I turn on the light and i see myself in the mirror and i have three very distinct scratches across my chest oh shit just was that your wife down.
3: though
2: and at the time i couldn't feel it you know your adrenaline's going at this point and so i put a shirt on cuz i don't want her to see it but i had my right. phone so i took a picture of it real quick because you know evidence obviously yeah <laughs> you hold on you hold hold on i got time yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so i put my shirt on, go back in the room. And I was like, what happened? It's like, are you okay? And she wasn't like crying, but she was terrified. Sure,
3: um, It's almost worse was- if someone's scared and they're not crying. Cause that's like, you're drying up. You're so terrified.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. And so I asked her, I was like, well, what happened? She's like, I thought you got up and went to the bathroom. Um, it felt like, um, Something like crawled up onto the bed, like in the center on the, cause we're on a big King bed and then just sat on her about right here and just started to hold her down and she couldn't breathe. It was suffocating her. And so we, we came to a few different conclusions. Um, we thought it might've been the girls, the, the two daughters running to her for safety as the woman. And then that's why I got scratched when I woke up was cause like, obviously they hate men. Their dad strangled them in the bathtub.
3: That's a good reason know? to. Yeah.
2: Or number two, it was the husband and I woke up and in his anger, not being able to finish his job, he scratched me.
3: So did it look like uh like a, like, a how, like how many scratches you say? Three,
2: three. Um. So, mm. and I wish I would have taken pictures of the, the like healing process. So, back then i loved this kind of stuff but i didn't i didn't have what i have now i didn't have the team i didn't collect all of the evidence and pictures and photographs like i do now and it actually healed like a burn like have you ever burned yourself on like a stove or something you get that like white blister that gets kind of watery yeah so it was like that and so when it healed it peeled off and it's not there like i can't be like hey check this out it's gone you did you keep the So I have the picture of my, <laughs> I have the picture of my scratches, but I wish I would have taken pictures of yeah. them as they healed.
1: So just, just from my own uh, skeptic brain, do you have that picture handy just for the camera? Like, one second. Just because I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I am not discrediting you. I just. Have oh no, a hard you're fine. Time leaving any of this shit.
2: I know, right? And That's why <laughs> I love it so much. Because when it gets to the point where you're like. Because you go through so much, okay, window, window, plumbing, like, whatever, like all these different electrical yeah. issues, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you get that one thing that you're like...
1: I can't. Uh,
3: <laughs> well, I'm sure <laughs> now you have a a mental checklist you go through of possible things it could be and right. check them off real mm-hmm. quick yep. and be like, not this, not this.
1: And you start you start with the most mundane, feasible possibility, and you're like, oh... Yeah, that doesn't add up.
3: That is bizarre that it was three scratch marks. Like, was it a ghost chicken? Because it sounds like it, a talon mark.
1: I was thinking one of those one of those garden rakes.
3: Or was the dad oh. maybe lo- missing his pinky and his thumb? I
1: thought about that too.
3: You don't know. Maybe he cut those off <laughs> before <did>. he killed <laughs> That's himself. So
1: random. You gotta I cover was all the was bases. Like... I was like, maybe he was missing his pinky <laughs> and his thumb. <laughs> and it's kind of hard to
3: scratch with your thumb, especially if you're going all out with the first three fingers. You know, well.
2: Yeah, you know like this. All I would
0: do is scratch if I only had these. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I, I enabled uh, screen sharing too, if you want to share your screen and uh...
2: Oh, you're good. I'm I'm actually looking on my phone.
3: Oh, okay, yeah, I, whatever you got.
2: This is a new laptop, so I'm pretty sure it's not on this laptop. Uh, well
1: <laughs> if you, I mean if you don't if you don't have it, you don't have to go you don't have to go searching for it or anything. I was just wondering if you had it, Andy
2: i I want to save it now. Maybe what I can do when I do find it, I'll send it to you.
1: I was gonna say what would be really cool, actually, I just thought about this, um, is that if you could send it uh over to Joe and mm-hmm. when he makes the he makes an Instagram post for the episode, he can actually tag that photo in with it. That way it's okay. kind of a support like a supportive evidence of the episode coming out. Um it'll draw people's attention to you know, what you're
2: talking about. Yeah, that actually sounds really good. Okay, I'm gonna leave it right there because I think I'm pretty close to finding it.
0: (laughs) So, okay, so that was your first day. So. And
2: yeah, nothing. Did you just go back to sleep? We stayed there for four days. And yeah, well, we turned on TV, and I swear the only thing to watch was like forensic files. So Uh it's just like watching people. Did they do that on purpose, though?
3: They're really setting the mood in that oh, place. Wow.
2: I'm down. All right. How well, at like it? three in the morning, you've got Girls Gone Wild pay-per-view commercials and Forensic Files. Any
4: mm, Inny meeny miny Sometimes.
1: mo. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, now I was I was gonna ask you. Um, so she was on her back when this was going <clears throat> on. Yes. But was her, like did she ex- did she expound at all on whether or not she w- had opened her eyes? um um so
2: what she could said it have
1: been her going like this for you
2: oh she couldn't reach me she said if she would have been closer to me and could have reached me she would have been able to wake me up she but said that's why felt, she
1: was trying to get you yeah gir- she said it. it
2: it felt like it was like minutes she's like in all reality it probably lasted for 15 seconds yeah but it if you passed out but it quick. felt yeah. like It felt like minutes. She said she was trying to scream my name, and that's all she could get out.
3: Even that sounds pretty paranormal, the time dilation thing that happens. That happens a lot. Well, it happens Mm -hmm. in UFO-type shit, too, but it happens a lot, especially the old hag thing.
4: So
0: Mm -hmm. she was was the one saying your name. She was saying Ben, but she was barely Mm -hmm. able to get it out. Yeah. So do you remember, babe, when I first came to visit you? I actually totally forgot about this story until just... Yes. So when I first came to visit him... So we met online. It's a stupid story, but whatever. It's
1: awesome. Don't you dare.
0: (laughs) So like one of the first times I stayed at your house, I feel like I woke up and I opened my eyes, but I didn't, I couldn't really because I think I was still sleeping, but the whole room was green. It was like a green tinge to the room and it was kind of like flowy, but it looked exactly the same. And I felt this, like, kind of pressure, but I wasn't strangled or anything. And I was trying to get out of where I was. And I thought, okay, I'm obviously not awake. I need to wake up right now. And I couldn't get out of the sleep. And I was just, I just felt trapped. I didn't see anything. I just felt like I was stuck in there and I couldn't get out. So I remember I kept trying to scream and I was just like... Uh, it was just this horrible, <laughs> stupid, probably horribly unattractive sound, and we had met for like two days, and I'm just like, uh, 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 like trying to muster up like some sort of scream, and he was like, "Babe, are you okay?" That's happened a couple of times, actually. She has a sleep tartedness It's a clinical condition. <laughs> I'm a in my sleep. No, I don't mean to be well deep.
3: then there's the other time. This isn't ghosty, but it's fucking weird. She oh. woke up. I. Well, she woke up at the patio door staring at the at the blinds like this close just staring I woke at the up blinds
0: standing over joe i woke up in the old di- apartment it's i was standing over joe like this and i was like what the fuck am i doing
1: <laughs> but i was just I,
0: standing over him like the fucking girl from the ring
1: the only oh don't now i have a visual see i didn't have any before <laughs> that um,
3: oh that's grudge never mind
1: <laughs> yeah that's grudge the death rattle uh no my only paranormal experience outside of that was i went to bed on the couch when all three of us lived together and i woke up feeling like i was in a pitch black box that i couldn't lift my head up um and then i realized that uh no i was sitting in the booster seat in the back of my brother's locked car in the garage because i got so drunk that i had slept out there and didn't know how i got in it so not really paranormal as much as stupid
3: that w- that was actually more normal for him at you the time.
0: You could have been abducted so. by aliens and then dropped there. Sometimes they put people back in the wrong places. I
1: mean, I could have I feel like at this point with the um <clears throat> time frame, uh if I had had any kind of anal probe, I would have found it at this point.
0: <laughs> I just can't imagine you having usually people when they sleepwalk, they do things that are sort of normal. I can't imagine being like I guess I'm going to get in Joe's car well, and sit in my booster seat and they typically time to go. and they
1: typically go back. This is the thing that I, I that I've learned about and have read about is that typically sleepwalkers regardless of what they do or their time away, they typically return to where they were. Um this was I think the only time that I woke up somewhere where I was not supposed to be after having fallen back asleep. And my only my only conclusion was is that I was so confused as to why, because his whole car was locked. Yeah. Except you probably just for locked yourself door. in, you drunk ass. <laughs> but I had climbed into his front seat and then sat in the center, in the booster seat, in his back seat, and all the doors are locked. So, I don't know why I didn't get back <laughs> I don't know why I didn't get back out or how, I I don't know. But well, I
3: can explain the yeah. booster seat. So you can't tell, but we're all like 5'5 five, five and shorter. So we yeah. actually require, by law, booster seats in the car. So he was just <laughs> sitting sitting where he knew he should be. I
1: thought it would be comfy and, yeah. Um, but anyway. anyway. But anyway, so
3: that's the more paranormal shit that I'm interested in is, not, is like stuff you're talking about where you're lucid. Uh, drunk ones... Nobody believes those ones because you're drunk. Right. Like they automatically write it off. Like when we talked to right. Chaz of the Dead, he. Do you know Chaz of the Dead at all,
2: Ben? I know the name, yeah.
3: Okay, he he does the same, a lot of. He does more like alien stuff, I guess. But uh, he would do this experiment where he would take a fistful of psychedelics and then look for aliens. And he didn't really care if people <laughs> believed him. He just thought it would trigger it. And it, it, it kind of does. You're, you gotta listen to his. You're gonna story.
2: find something. Definitely. Yeah.
3: But so people automatically discount that. And I don't know why, because, uh,
0: it puts your brain on a separate level, a different level than it's already at.
3: I guess you if you've never go. done them, then you would probably discount it as, Oh, you were just high. So that's exactly, You're
1: doing drugs, you know, that's exactly what I did. And my first, my first statement, when you said a fistful of psychedelics was how big is this fist? Because <laughs> that greatly makes a difference. Like at this point now, after the last several months, I obviously <laughs> am not discounting, um, Chaz nearly as much as i did when i first heard the stories because my first thought is the second he said that he had taken a fistful of psychedelics as i was like cool and all, immediately all the movie stuff is going through my head like yeah you saw it okay buddy yeah <laughs> like you know and then as soon as i've may or may not have experimented with it is i'm like oh that actually adds a lot more validity in my head but there's a lot of people that it's exactly true. they, they hear psychedelics and they immediately ride it off and <clears throat> say bullshit.
3: So anyway, sorry Ben, we go on these tangents but uh, have oh, you no, ever you're have you ever experimented with that uh, allegedly of course?
2: No, not even allegedly I have not.
3: See that makes you way more credible to the average person then.
0: <laughs> yeah, that you haven't. That's good. So the so your trip with your wife so that that's the only thing that happened the entire time.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah at least like for us um so when we were we paid for like the ghost tour they take you on like the and i paid for the what the like the most expensive one because they give you access to places that you only get access to if you pay them money so we got to see like where the propellers were and go to the very front of the ship so it's if you look it up it's basically the sister ship to the titanic it looks just the same oh, wow. except i think it has well oh, that's other, massive yeah it has one other um i think uh i don't know what they're called but like a pipe on the top
1: oh so
3: it's that big it's that kind of ship. i was thinking oh, of like some massive. old timey wow. wooden ship or something
2: because that would be oh, super no. creepy No, this well was i a thought it was,
1: he said he said it was you said steel right like a big gray they called the gray thing
2: Mm -hmm. yep they called it the gray ghost in world war ii and then now it's now it's painted like the titanic they painted it that way in like 1950
1: something and what what interested me was your story about the original story from the room um Mm -hmm. uh the family that was there out of the stories that you guys were able to see on your section of the tour, now knowing how big the ship was and what you Mm -hmm. guys were capable of doing, um, how long have those kind of stories, the things that seem to be the origin for the hauntings, how long of a span did that go on? Does this go back to POWs in World War II up through Disney? Um, Like how long is the history of that?
2: So I'll I'll probably get the second year right, but basically World War Two to about sixty four.
1: Okay, okay. So several owners at that point over mm. twenty years. The
2: majority of the stories are um, from the war, though.
1: Really? Okay, yeah. that's that's what I was wondering.
3: What do you think of that? The, that uh, the stone tape theory that when something that traumatic happens that it like records it onto the. Have you ever heard of that? I what have. do you think of that? What do you think of that theory?
2: So that was actually most of the stories that they share there. Um, So like in the, um, I guess this story kind of covers two that were recorded within the ship itself. So it was known for being the fastest ship of its size. That's why they called it the Grey Ghost because they couldn't, no one could ever find it. It was like, it was invisible. It could move so fast. And so they were, I believe they're driving through the fog and there was a... Uh, a ship coming along the side that was actually an ally so not an enemy ship yeah and like they didn't get the message to them in time and in their uh, them trying to slow down and turn they weren't quick enough and they took out the entire ship and killed like 500 of their own people
1: oh Oh, shit wow so it's 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 she's she's gorgeous i just all I did was I Googled it, Joe. This just so you can kind of see how big the ship is. Oh wow! It's it does a, look like
3: the Titanic, especially painted like it, that.
1: It, yeah, it, it's it's a massive, massive ship, and they did a they did a great job restoring it too. Mm-hmm.
2: And like, it's painted, I believe, the exact same as the Titanic—red, black, and white. Like, even when you walk in, it's not, oh, like, wow. a grand staircase, but they have, like, the really nice staircase, the old-timey yeah. elevators that only fit, like, two people.
1: The it like, And, like, the atrium mm-hmm. that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah.
3: Anything cool. like that is automatically extra creepy when it's that old <laughs> to me. Like, when you go into an old hotel, it's almost, you know, conducive to that kind of experience because you're already in that mindset of, like, oh, and it, that smell... I always notice that, like in antique stores, like the smell yeah. of the old just kind of makes you go, "Ooh, <laughs> well, this is creepy."
1: And so Joe, that... that's. Go ahead, Jen.
0: I well, I was just gonna say. So that was a long time ago, right? That that happened.
2: The when they hit that other ship.
0: No, like when you guys went to the ship.
2: Oh yeah, I was. Uh, I'm 31 now, and I think I was 25.
0: So how many other things so... have happened to you since then? You've had several other experiences
2: um that is the biggest one okay out of like doing investigations i i've got voices i've um, recorded spirits saying my name my partner's names um the only thing i've never caught on video that's still like my ultimate goal is an actual like capture of a spirit and the thing that drives me the craziest is most of my stuff is protected because of the people that I did it for.
3: Oh, right. Yeah.
2: So that's one of the hard things. Cause it's like, I have all this stuff that I want to show everybody, but either the owners said no, or it was very either traumatic or an emotional experience for them. So all the stuff that I do share is all the things that I've had approved by our clients because we do this for free. So it's like
4: gotcha.
2: we we wouldn't want to do anything right. that could hurt them or their business or their, their standing. Because a lot of these stories you hear from people and I can talk about most of the stories. I just can't give like exact.
0: For like, sure. Locations. They don't want to be right. the crazy people who ask the ghost hunters to come in. Yeah. That's well, right. that's why exactly what I was going to say.
3: Yeah. yeah, that's why I actually They're- would rather talk to someone like you that uh, respects that then you know, a TV production of... Right. Some, this, t- this stupid paranormal shows just drive me nuts because it only me discredits too. the actual shit that happens because it makes them look either crazy or too fantastic or whatever when really the real stories are locked behind, you know, confidentiality and all that.
0: For sure. Have you Which, ever seen a spirit?
2: Yes. At least what I believe to be. So I had one other experience, and you actually um, kind of sparked my memory about it. And I've told this story a few times, too. Like, I'm trying to think of stories that I can share with, like, you guys that I haven't shared with with other people. But this is another one that sticks out. So when you were talking, Jen, about seeing, like, a green, dim light... Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so that, that wasn't a light light. That was a green dim light that kind of was just there, correct?
0: It just seemed like a filter. Like it, everything um, I saw was like green. Like you couldn't tell where was it was green. coming
3: from? Or?
0: I could not tell where it was coming from. Because that sounds like, it was like a UFO thing, too.
3: in a place thing,
1: where the was world
0: was green. That's how it Just felt.
1: about to say that. The whole non-sourced glowing
2: light on Very indicative
3: of good. UFOs.
2: Yeah, go ahead. So um, this one, this this was my story. And it's it's more it was like my roommate story but we shared a room, so we lived in I lived in California for a little while and we lived in a town called Placerville. It's off of Highway 50 in El Dorado you No, know exactly County. what's that? Right? There's some weird shit that happens there. Like in general, just in the entire the entire town just has a creepy vibe. But so we're in our apartment and. You know, California is ridiculously expensive, no matter where you live. Yeah, we know. we live there. (laughs) So we shared a room. So we both had twin beds. So his was up against this wall and mine was up against this other wall. And my bed, like if I was laying down, I would face out the window. And from his bed, he would face like kind of like this door over here. He faced the bathroom. And it's like, yeah, it's late at night. You know, we're both laying in bed and trying to go to sleep and he was super funny i'm gonna try and talk like him just because he was like a surfer skater bro from florida and i loved him
4: i feel attacked. so i wake
2: up i wake up to this hey there buddy stop touching me and i was like I was like i'm not i'm not touching you travis I'm sorry and he's just like bro it's not funny stop touching he's Like, i'm not touching you like calm down and so he doesn't believe me. So I start banging on the wall. I was like, look, I'm, bu- I'm in my bed. Like, I'm in my bed. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, like, he, he sits up. And all he says is, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love and, how much you're laughing at this. <laughs> and I look over to him. And all of a sudden, the room, like we're both awake now. And the room starts to fill with this green, not bright, but dim light and i'm looking forward I'm, I'm not having any of this shit i'm looking <laughs> yeah, out nope, that nope, window nope, 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 nope. and i see all this light and i'm just I'm, nope i'm looking forward <laughs> and he's looking at whatever it is that he sees and the room gets brighter but it's dim does that make sense yeah. like it's like,
3: almost like blurry,
2: such a dim green, but it, it, the light grew, but it wasn't like this, like with a light on, it wasn't bright. It was like a dim dimness that just got a little less dim. I guess I <laughs> but, and so I'm looking at him and he's just looking at this thing and he can't move. And I was like, okay, like, like, okay, I think I can get rid of this thing. I need, you to, I need you to go turn on the light. Like, I think if we turn on the light, it'll go, it'll leave, it will we'll be done. And so I'm screaming at him, like, turn on the light! Turn on the light, Travis! And he's just like, uh, uh, grow a <laughs> pair of balls and turn on the in light! And so he jumps up and turns the light on, and sure enough, it's gone. But we still feel, like, super just gross, just disgusting like a uh, like funeral gross like not you just lost a loved one but you're there and it's awkward and it's
4: gross
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just shared this <laughs> intimate the, moment and your are both hey
4: some
3: of these things are beyond description so we get it so-
2: Someone's going to really hate me after this. No. Not our listeners, hopefully. I hope. <laughs> no, I don't
0: think so.
4: They've put yeah. up with us this far, you're good.
0: It's kind of like when people go through like an alien abduction though you hear that they don't talk yeah. to each other afterwards cuz they're just like, dude, that was too gross. Like it was too intimate. Well, we that's shared like... those intimate scared feelings and I'm a dude, I'm done.
3: Yeah, a lot of them never <laughs> talk about it again. You hear that all the time where something crazy happens and they both never speak of it again. But to pivot kind of in that direction just for a second, because we talk about this a lot, what do you think of the alien thing or how it might relate to the paranormal stuff?
2: Um, I believe that they're there. I've had my own experience with like lost time. But I also feel like everyone has had an alien experience. I mean, I don't know what your guys' view is there, but I, feel I would like believe everyone... it has had um, one of those experiences. I'm not saying being abducted or like seeing like a being, but either seeing like a light in the sky or something you couldn't understand, something you know wasn't a satellite or that's not a plane, planes don't hold still, and that's not a damn helicopter.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think a I've lot of them are. Have you seen anything are, like that? of you? No, no, but not that I remember. But if you listen to enough of the stories, like oh, yeah, they, I mean, there are people that don't remember it at all until something triggers that memory, and then they're like, "Holy shit, I just remembered this happened when I was a kid." So I would totally believe that most people have had that experience, and either don't remember it because they were young, or they did a mind wipe, like Men in Black style, on you, totally. or whatever.
0: And being in Utah, I feel like Utah is a hot spot for like the Skinwalker and aliens yeah. and all sorts of stuff.
2: Yeah, we have everything, and I'm literally like 80 miles from Skinwalker Ranch. No
4: way! Have
3: you ever That's crept awesome. up and like scoped it out, or?
2: So when we wanted to go the first time, by we I mean me, sorry. <laughs> when I wanted to go the first time, I had a friend um, that lived over in Roosevelt, which is pretty close to it. Yeah. And he went and just to see if he could find a
0: um,
2: a way. It doesn't seem
0: like a place I'd want to go. I mean, I don't know. Have you read the book? Like, read all the stories? And
2: I have, I have it. it, but I've never read the whole thing, oh, honestly. It's,
0: it's terrifying. The, the story is told from a dude who, like, didn't want to be... It was like your clients, it sounds like. Dude, they changed his name. They were like, nope, nope, nope. We are farmers. We are good bum, country folk. Bum,
3: bum, bum, bum. We don't
0: believe in this shit. But all of it mm-hmm. happened, and they had to tell their story, but... They were kind of just like, we're leaving. Bye. Can some big science company mm-hmm. buy this place now? So.
2: <laughs> yeah. So when we tried to go was, so do you guys kind of know the, it sounds like Jen knows the story. Do you guys know the story?
0: Yeah, we read the book. We, oh, yeah. We got oh, the book okay. a couple of okay. years ago. We We've both heard read it. tons
3: of podcasts on it. Read and, the book. Yeah, like We, we watched listened the, to a lot of paranormal podcasts They well. had the uh, Skinwalker documentary too. Remember we watched yeah, that? Yeah, we watched
0: that too. Yeah, The Hunt for the Skinwalker with, didn't Jeremy Corbell do
3: that? Uh, I'm not sure. Somebody I like did
1: that. a 2013 film on it, too.
3: Oh, really? And the one we watched was pretty yeah. new. Anyway, sorry, Ben. Go ahead.
2: Oh, no, you're good. Um, so I have a lot of native friends whatever. But, yeah, so one of my friends went over to check it out, and that, that was when it was owned by the feds, and it was just gated cam cameras everywhere. It Basically, you may or may not get shot if you cross this fence.
3: Like Area 51 style, yeah.
2: Yeah, so he, he called me, and he's like, no. Like, no, <laughs> I was like, okay, I can respect that, but yeah. So, around here, we have a couple um uh, tribes. I try and speak about them with as much respect as I can because a lot of my friends are native, yeah. Um, but, um, so in the Navajo culture, they call it ye na aldalushi, which means just read that, yeah, he who walks on four legs, yeah.
3: Stir start of every Goosebumps. horror movie yeah.
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's where some of the nastiest things nastiest stories happen and especially like in Utah you add the, the religious aspect in like there's so, many, so much religion going on here and when you're even getting those kind of stories from like local religious leaders or things that people that have grown up here and the, the natives but the natives don't like, you have to find someone that's really willing to talk about their experiences as far yeah. as um, skinwalkers go. Because they believe if they talk about it, they're, the witch doctor is going to come after them and, like, murder their family.
3: It's like saying Beetlejuice three <clears throat> times. And it's
0: like mm-hmm. when, you, when you look at the paranormal, it looks back. Yeah. Like, if Staring they talk about the it, it abyss. won't hear them. Mm-hmm. So,
3: that's, I kind of wanted to get to that, too, is what do you think it is? Because I know you're kind of a... Uh, all things paranormal, but do you think it's discarnate spirits, aliens, demons, or is it like a mix of all those?
2: So I honestly believe it's a mix. So kind of the way I came up with the name central Utah paranormal is not just because we're in central Utah. Uh, it stands for cryptids, UFOs, and poltergeists. Oh, nice.
0: Oh, Hey, okay.
2: So like my own personal story, I guess you could say, and I never saw one, but it was in an area where like sightings have taken place almost like if you would say oh like bigfoot's here like we've had sightings here you're gonna go look here except it was my job so i didn't have a choice (laughs) but um so like my story uh, i worked for the forest service for a long time after i graduated from high school and i would spray nauseous weeds that's all i that's all i did i'd go Spray weeds that could kill like different animals and stuff if they ate it Mm -hmm. so we'd we'd go hiking ride four-wheelers whatever it was and we'd um, find these weeds and kill them and we get to this particular area and i didn't like i knew about the stories and stuff but i was still like really skeptical i'm still skeptical now but like really skeptical then because i was 18 19 and we get there and my boss is like you're going here. You're going here. You're going here. You'll be back here in two hours, or it's your ass. Like you will be back here at this time. Okay. Yes, sir.
4: <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so we hop on our four wheelers and go to our particular spots. And this particular area, which ironically enough is called Dog Valley or the Valley of the Dog. Um. So yeah, that's fun. I always get goosebumps when I tell the story too. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But so I take off on my, my little adventure and I'm weird. So when I see creepy stuff, anyways, I stop. And so I come to what looks like this little single house cabin. And they had told me that like, you're going to run into this little cabin. You're going to turn right and go up this hill. Okay. (laughs) So I, I get to this cabin and it is, it's just a single, like one man deer cabin. It had, I got off my four wheeler and went and walked around and got inside of it and there was like a little like cot like totally run down like you would never go use it and just covered in leaves and all this nasty stuff and i do a couple walks around this cabin and then i go get back on my four-wheeler and go up this hillside and go empty my tank on all the the weeds that i could find and it felt like i'd been up there for 20 30 minutes and the whole time you feel like something's watching you anyways The woods are kind
3: of like that, I've noticed, yeah. And
2: so you're like, okay, anyways. And so I I come down the hillside, and um, it kind of weaves like this. So you're still looking this direction. You're just kind of weaving, and the cabin's, like, down here in front of you. And this time, the whole side of the cabin is red. It looks like it's covered in blood. Like, it looks like something just got shoved up against it, like, skinned something, And it's now gone, or but but it's there. Like the blood is there. Just whatever was there is now gone. Mm
4: -hmm. Wow. And
2: I was like, what the crap? And so I finish my. I get down to where my boss is, and right when I get down to the truck, he starts screaming at me. I guess I'd been gone for an hour longer than I was supposed to. And it felt like I'd only been gone for like 45 minutes, 30 minutes.
4: Oh wow! Wow. So he's,
2: he's screaming at me and I'm telling him, I was like, I didn't feel like I was gone that long. Didn't you look at your watch? I was like, no, I didn't think I needed to. Like, I didn't feel like I was gone that long. And then I'm telling him about this cabin and I was like, no, like, listen. And so I tell them my story and they're like, you're full of shit. Let's hop on the bike and let's go check it out. And we go to the cabin and there's nothing there. (sighs)
3: So maddening.
2: and I walked around it twice beforehand, so I know it wasn't there the first time anyways. But it was there, and it was fresh, and it was red. The only thing it wasn't doing was steaming. You know, <laughs> like, it was real.
3: <laughs> Did you taste it, just to make sure?
4: No,
3: like,
2: once I got to the bottom of the hill, I hold <laughs> ass back to my
3: truck. Yeah, I would. That's fucking nuts.
0: It's so funny. Just as humans, I feel like we see these things and we're so trained to just go about our normal day. So when you see something out of the norm, you just don't know what to do. I mean, we think you think when you're sitting in your comfortable little seat at home that you'd know what to do in that kind of situation. But when you're out alone, you just kind of like do whatever. It's just all instinct kind of just takes over and you don't really you don't take pictures. You don't think to look at your watch. You don't think to do those things because you're kind of in the moment. We hear those stories all the time from the
2: paranormal stories. Yeah. Hear.
0: You
3: do weird shit when weird shit yeah. happens.
2: Like my, one of my friends had a story too. And I like to tell theirs, like, I, I won't say who it is or anything. They're pretty personal about it, but I've, they've let me share this one a couple of times, but so I grew up in a farming area. Um, I, I didn't take to it. Like my dad got out of the ranching business right before he had me. So, but we all, Grew up around it, you know. We all know how to do it, some of us just don't want to do it. (laughs) So, um, but they're on top of the mountain and they are um, moving um, cattle across the forest service range. So, basically, you're allotted so many days or weeks at this area to graze to help keep the fire season down, and then you move them to another area so they can help graze the land and keep the fire potential for fire down and as they're going across um, my cousin looks over and like her dad tells her like go over here Um, just need to go this way and see if there's anything over there and then bring them back around to the front because we haven't gone over there okay so she starts riding her horse over to the other side and she sees what looks like uh, a woman at a distance uh, very far away like 400 yards i guess as far as you could you could see to make out that it appeared to be a woman and so she starts riding her horse over there and is like hey like are you okay like what's going on like do you need help because she didn't she couldn't see a horse she couldn't see you know like maybe she was just camping you know so she starts riding towards it and then it leans forward and starts running at her on all fours Uh. what Uh,
0: the fuck <laughs> and then so, what
2: uh, she turned around and hauled ass back to her dad and <laughs> that was the end and of the it.
0: thing didn't follow her did she look back to see she
2: didn't look but. back it's it's another one of those things do you really yeah. want to find out you know yeah. no
0: I think keep, I would just turn around forward. and be like fuck fine, fuck fine. Nope, nope 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 yeah I <laughs> get it it's
2: like yeah it's I have awesome. lots of lots of crazy stories but that one's that one's definitely up there.
1: That's one of those things where I think if I was stuck in that situation, I would probably crap my pants, pass out, and then whatever was going to happen was going to happen.
3: <laughs> well, at least they you wouldn't butt rape you then. Aliens. No, they wouldn't, because he just diarrheaed all over himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, either that or they're like, "Oh, well, that's no fun."
3: <laughs> so, what kind of what kind of uh, tools do you use when you're out looking for this shit? Do you have like that that classic uh, EMF it's thing? A that's
2: fun. <laughs> Is that oh. a stud finder? Actually, I set some of my stuff out just in case.
0: Oh, nice. Attaboy. Nice.
2: So, um, with our team, we don't, like I said earlier, we do this for free. We don't have a lot of money between us, especially mm-hmm. with our careers. We don't get paid a ton. But, um, so we would consider ourselves a communications based investigations unit. So, We try and make contact with what's there, uh, find out what it is, why it's there. And um, at that point determine, I guess really what the client wants because sometimes you encounter spirits that are actually like protecting the people in the home, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, And there's some that are gross, scary, and you want to get them out. And sometimes they just want their story to be known or uh, to pass on a message. Those, those are the three I've run into. So I've ran into intelligent hauntings, which is where um, there are spirits that can communicate, that can listen. But the large majority are all residual, which is like a kind of like the story of the Queen Mary. They took out all of these they took out all those people on that ship and now um, there's this energy that plays back every so often of screams of the people dying in the hull of the ship but it's you have to be there when it happens like it's not a constant right and, and i don't know why that is
1: it's one of those it's one of those uh things align for the dimensions to cross just enough for in that moment you can actually hear and see and feel those the thinning of the veil happen, but it's yeah not a scheduled or or you know every full moon type of thing
3: that would make it really convenient though if we had a schedule of like ghost things we could get a lot more <laughs> info out of them if they yeah. would yeah. fucking accommodate but I mean, these us. were
0: people too at one point you have to think about that like can right. you imagine dying and And then realizing that you're still kind of there and that nobody can fucking hear you. And then one person comes around and you're like, listen to my message. It's been 200 goddamn years. I would be so irritated. Uh, I feel like I would be the worst spirit ever. Just Just, talk
3: to the ghost. Be like, move on, bro. You've been dead for so long. But if they
0: had a message, they've been waiting for a long time, not able to communicate with anyone alone. Trapped in this weird dimension.
1: I think Uh, I'd probably just ghost jerk myself a lot like hey, I got nothing else to do it's not Dude, like I can do anything about it that's so weird well, I was you actually feel gonna
0: your own dick though I was
3: gonna ask you if you thought ghosts can get oh. boners I don't think they can I mean can you imagine getting ghost raped but I <laughs> would you even well, feel it that's the question you've seen you scary feel.
2: movie too right
4: <laughs>
2: possibility what was it
1: the whole uh, Michael Jackson pedophile joke Let's see if you laugh at this one. For an extra $500, you can go backstage and watch them try to ghost fuck your kid. Oh, Oh, Jesus.
3: Rest in peace, Michael Jackson. Have you ever. Thank you,
1: you, Daniel Tosh.
3: Have you ever gone super weird and got like a Ouija board and seen, speaking of sending messages?
2: So, the only equipment that I don't use, and I really think it's because of my upbringing, but. I have seen so many bad things come out of Ouija boards that I don't use them. Yeah. You've seen? Personally? No, just stories. Like, I yeah. have friends that mess with them. Like, I don't know. Have any, have any of you used one?
3: No, but uh, I, as like as
2: you, kid, I've so heard plenty of stories. Of my upbringing. I as a so kid, don't I have, use but one. Not, not, yeah, nothing so, crazy
4: happened.
2: So, my one of my partners, like, when we... So, I did this by myself for probably four years. So it more started as like a hobby and like fun, you know, let's go get creeped out and find some stuff out and save it. Like we still collected evidence, but my partner, Randy bought one and he was like, Hey man, let's go use it. I'm like, no, no. So, and he he brought it home and his wife was like, you get that damn thing out of my house right now. Like that is going to live in your truck. And it does, it stays in his truck. (laughs) She will not smart. let it cross the threshold of like the grass. She's like, no.
3: Yeah, everything I've heard about those <laughs> is shit not good. Like giving it
0: power though, it's just giving but, it power by expecting it to be scary and terrifying. Yeah,
2: but it it came with like no shit instructions. Like, do not do this, or I told you so. It's uh don't use it in the cemetery. Never use it by yourself. Never leave the planchet on the board um never leave the planchet alone on the board or uh uh what's the fifth one i can't remember number five but there's there's five do not do this oh don't disrespect the board that's number one do do not disrespect the board
3: isn't that made by like hasbro or something (laughs) yeah yeah you have to be
2: 21 to drink and eight to summon demons hello Wow. Sounds like America.
3: Not surprising.
0: It's just a game, guys.
3: Get drunk and then summon demons. They want a party.
1: (laughs) I I want nothing to do with those.
2: Yeah. Me either. Mm -mm. I used to think it was
3: intriguing, but then I've heard, like you said, so many stories that I'm like, "Mm, hmm, nope.
1: See, and it's funny because, you know, we were talking about like discrediting and people saying, you want to know what's funny is that I take way more, way more. Um, I, I put a lot more stock in the stories that are kind of buried from people like you said that it's a personal experiment experience. It kind of gives you that funeral gross feeling where you don't really want to tell anybody about it. Um, and that that to me holds a lot more weight because then I sit there and I hear it and I go, see this is something that they don't talk about. They don't talk about it because it legitimately, absolutely, terrified them and they can't explain it um to me those kind of stories hold a lot more weight than a lot of the mainstream uh we caught this on camera there's a fuzzy floating through the air and that means that it was this guy who died 500 years ago that kind of stuff to me is like okay see that that adds validity to what i would consider myself a major skeptic on um it's those uh, too many of those stories like joe and jen have testified about like too many of those stories is too many for you to take you can you can dissect and you can diffuse so many by themselves but once you have so many of them you just go i have to accept all of this because there's no way that all of these people independently secretly and humbly are lying about their experiences it's not even human nature it's like we've talked about it before uh with dangerous world we were talking about the um arizona lights and uh the the whole spaceship that went over and stuff and the idea that you know 1500 people all called with almost an identical story at the same time to me it's you can't discredit that that's too that's too um in the moment it's too anonymous and simultaneous me to go I don't believe that this was all a setup this was our government maybe it was the government but uh, I I end up hearing those things and I go see that adds validity to me so like when Joe's talking about you know he's heard too many you know Ouija board stories or you've heard too many Ouija board stories that's when I'm like yeah that's why I wouldn't want to use one well
3: with the paranormal stories too it's after you've heard so many stories you can kind of start weeding out the ones that you kind of know are bullshit too There's, there's some stories you hear that you're like I totally could see that happening. And then you hear the next one and they're like, they took me to Venus and uh, showed me (laughs) Earth from Venus. And it's and they oh really did the aliens also call it Venus? Because that's convenient that we use the same word for that.
0: We're from this star system It's like really cool. We're from the Pleiades. You're like, no shit. We call it that, too.
3: (laughs) That is awesome. Unless
0: they created us, in which case they would have ingrained that. Well, they
3: should fucking tell us that then. Well, Anyway, before we uh, wind down for the night, I know we're getting on in time now. Uh, do you have any other crazy stories or uh, anything else you want to do or plug your uh, channel or whatever you want?
2: I was trying to think of some other. I and mean, I have so many stories that it's just, I guess, do you want to hear a good paranormal story? I've yeah. told you some scary ones.
0: I want to hear all the paranormal stories. Anecdotal stories can... are the best.
2: And we can do this hangout again anytime. Yeah. Hell yeah. Perfect. Awesome. No, because I'm I'm full of them. I'm going to say collage, (laughs) collage, your most notable memories. So, okay. So this one actually happened last February. Um, This is one of those undisclosed locations. So I can't give specifics about where we were, but it was a, a gentleman's business and he's had it for years and years and years. And now it's, it's going down to. It's gone down to son and now it's moving even further to grandson. And all these things would happen there that never bothered him. I think it was like, he's, he's older. He's, you know, just kind of like whatever, like I've worked here for so long. I don't care what's talking to me, but he would no no jokes aside. He would hear his name. Like they would say his name and um, the voice voices were familiar, um, but he could never really pinpoint who they were or why they were there. And he doesn't ever remember his father talking about um, hearing any voices. So maybe there was some more history that was never shared before his father passed away. Cause I think he's the, he was the third generation to have this business. So it had been around for a very long time. And, but now grandkids are hearing it and they're too scared to work there. They don't want anything to do with it. And so he's like, okay, like, let's address this. Let's find out what's going on here. And so me and Randy go, this was before we had a, some of the others that we have, I have a gal named Stephanie that goes with me fairly often now, but Randy is also great. He's like a seventies surfer dude. So he's also like, Whoa, dude. Whoa. Like everything is just awesome to him. Full
3: on (laughs) Matthew McConaughey.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Take her shirts off. No, (laughs) but so I am completely on the other side of this, this building. And it's, it's, it's big. I can say that it's a massive building. And From the distance, all I can hear is, Ben, come check this out. (laughs) (laughs) And and I was like, well, luckily, that was Randy. And (laughs) so I go, like, this particular place we were at, he killed all the power to the entire building. So we'd have no false positives, no, like, electrical stuff going off. And so I'm, you know, chugging along with my flashlight, trying not to trip over stuff, because this is our first time in this place. (laughs) we'd only been in there for an hour. And so I get to him and he's like, dude, listen to this. And so he plays it on his, his recorder. And it, it had one of the little speakers on it and it, no shit with his little speaker sounded like a moo. I was like, mmm. I was like, <laughs> oh. like, no, it's a
4: cow. No.
2: And he's like, no, no, no. Cause I heard it. I heard it behind me and it was a man. And so we plugged it into, I carry around like a, like a portable speaker and plug into it and yeah it's not it's not a cow randy walks into this particular area and he says something like hey my name's randy i'm your friend i'm not here to, to here to hurt anybody or tell you what to do uh just wondering if anyone's here and then from his ear right here he heard this oh shit and that's exactly what it was Wow <laughs> and so, so creepy so now we're freaking out and I have the owners like, uh, I think she was his niece or uh daughter and daughter-in-law maybe. Um, she she's there with us and she's checking this out. And so she, um, she's kind of freaking out because she had never heard anything like that, but she never worked there either. She's, she's married into it kind of thing. And, So all of a sudden the owner shows up and he left. He was like, like, I'm going to go back to my house. Like, I'll be back at this time. I don't really want to be here for this. And he shows back up and he's like coming in, like announces himself like, Hey, I'm here. And he's like, we're like, well, we just got this. And he's like, let me tell you something before you even show me whatever, said, I was sitting at my table with my wife when I had this overwhelming feeling that I needed to leave and come here. He said, it was like overwhelming, like emotionally overwhelming, like you need to do this now. And so he did. Um, He'll, I guess you could say he obeyed that thought or that prompting that he had in his Mm -hmm. mind. And so we get back or we show him and he's like, oh, we're like no does this sound like something you've heard and he's like again that sounds so familiar but i can't place it and so we actually use i have them right here have you guys ever heard of dowsing rods or yeah used yeah them before making water okay. or finding water yeah so a lot of people use them like in the 1800s they called them divining rods because they would help them find water sources um, where to dig wells you can also use them to ask questions so
0: so how do they work can you explain that to me i'm sorry the divining rods i I don't know how that works
2: i can even show you right here okay so i'm going to use my thumbs so normally this would be doing it by itself but basically so these are both straight out in front of me you would train the spirit first say in order for me to speak to you i have to teach you how to use these i'm going to need you to cross the rods for yes and you wait a second and they will like no joke, like cross in front of each other. You'll say, okay, thank you. And then they go back parallel. And then I usually say, okay, leave them parallel for no. Do you understand? And you'll feel them kind of shake. So showing the parallel is no, and then it'll say yes, that it understands. And then if I always, I've always learned just be respectful. So I say, okay, thank you. And then they go back parallel again. So you can ask them yes and no questions.
0: So you've done this where you've talked to spirits with the divining routes?
2: Yeah. That's mm-hmm. I have lots lots of videos of that. Wow. That's nuts. And so um, normally they always work for me. They normally don't work for anyone else. But sometimes they have worked for other people. And I think it's one of those, like, you found the equipment. It has now kind of become yours, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, sure.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: so I tried them and they didn't work. Uh, this was before the owner got there. Um, so I had the, the daughter-in-law try it. And they didn't work for her either. And I was like, oh, that's kind of normal. I was like, don't feel bad. Normally they don't work for other people. And she was like, okay. And that's when um, the owner came in. And Randy, Randy was like, hey, he's like, I just had an idea. Like he said, it just kind of just came to him. Like you should hold the the, the rods and point it at me. And you should have the owner ask the questions. I was like, hmm, okay, that's worth a try. You know, why not? And so, sure enough, I, I get the rods and I train them how to use them, and they start working. Like, they answer for yes and they answer for no. And I told the owner, I was like, sometimes, like, we don't know what we're going to encounter. This can be very good or very bad. If you feel very uncomfortable at any point, just say peaches or whatever and we'll stop. <laughs> Pineapple juice. Pineapple yeah. juice, yeah. Have, we'll have something. And so we start doing it. And, you know, do I know you? Yes. And then they go parallel again. Um, are you a member of my family? Yes. And they go parallel again. And then he says, mom? And they kind of shook, which would be no. And then like, he just overcame with emotion because it was like at that point he just knew. And he said, dad? And they crossed. And the entire room didn't fill with a light but all of us filled with like this burning like heat almost like being held by someone that you love that you haven't seen in months or years um undeniable feeling and so now he's like he's emotional now like you know he's crying like we're talking to dad and um so one thing that this owner does really well is he finds people that are struggling or overcoming drug addiction or all these different things. And he hires them, teaches them his trade and teaches them how they can go out into like their world and take care of that for themselves. So he gives them like a purpose, you could say in their life when they're looking for one. And he says like, are you aware of like what I'm trying to do? Cause his dad did the same thing. And you know yes and so now he's just really overcome with emotion and he he just said something like like dad are you are you proud of me and yes and then it was the waterworks were on for everyone and he looked at me and he was like like we have to we have to stop this is too much for me we have to stop Aww. and so crazy. we did but we all still left with that like feeling of being loved and th- like thanked as we, as we finished. And he hasn't had it since. And he really just believes that his dad just wanted him to know that he was proud of him. And that was what needed to be done. And he has since moved on from where he was in that state.
3: That's wow. Cool. The rarely heard positive ghost stories.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> God, I feel bad for his poor dad. He had to communicate with like divining rods. That's, he had to I, hang again, out Bringing forever. it back to being a spirit and just wanting to like hug your kid and talk to them. I don't feel like we change that much when we die. I mean, can mm-hmm. you just imagine being that guy like fucking, okay, yes. Yes, I'm proud of you. Yes, <laughs> I love you. Jesus, yes. yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, and I think a lot of people find that... At least for me, like I'll pick up EVPs, which is electronic voice phenomena, for anyone that doesn't know, um, while using divining rods. So then I can play that over my own footage, and you can actually hear like a vocal response. Oh, nice! That's um, cool.
0: I've never heard of that actually working. So you have actual recordings of shit that you couldn't really hear that was just recorded.
2: Yes, and there's actually probably some that I I can share with you. Um. But so one of the things I, have any of you heard of Huff, Huff Paranormal? I can't remember his first name. Um, I don't think so. I haven't. So so he invented a device. He's, he's kind of like us. He's focused on communication. Um, but he built a device that he calls the Portal, which... He sells for a lot of money, like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. Oh wow! I don't have. I don't have that. That's like my mortgage payment. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> sorry there, Huff. So, I so I play guitar, um, and I used guitar theory to make my own. So I'll have like one of my devices that'll put off like white noise, or um, it'll go through radio channels, or the belief is that that's how they can they can use that frequency frequency to then communicate with you. Yeah. So mine goes into a noise gate, which gets rid of the static. So instead of having the it's just kind of like a like a just a low hum. And then I use a reverb pedal, which adds an echo. Oh nice. So you have you get rid of the the static sound and then when you get the voice, you get like hello so it's not just like hello it's like carried out so you can hear what yeah what's being said but that's what i use mostly now i mean yeah and like mine looks super ghetto like if you ever saw a picture of it i have pictures of it on my it's in like a a clear plastic thing i was going to call it my like paranormal tackle box or something <laughs> stupid like that and it's in like this no shit like clear fish and tackle box with just the fish and tackle part ripped
4: out of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I love that you do this crazy shit, but you still have like an awesome sense of humor about it. Like you're like, okay, I know this shit's crazy, but I swear it's real because we're yeah. the same way. We totally believe in it all. We're like, I give up. I can't explain it to anyone. If you believe it, you do. If you don't, you don't. Whatever.
3: Nobody can yeah. really hardcore at least no yet. Really prove knows it either what's way. Going
2: so. on so. But that's I guess the probably my favorite positive story.
0: Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. That's amazing. So well, do you have any uh, any sort of insane, crazy story, like anything that keeps you doing this?
2: so, the last one that I did, and we're still working on on it, we haven't like closed it or anything there She still has weird stuff happening. She's actually a friend of my wife's, and like our town is literally so small, like we have the largest county in Utah, it's Millard County. There's ten thousand people in the entire county, and there's like two thousand three hundred in my my hometown. Wow. So like I've, I lived in a few different places and I came back here to start my career. So everyone still knows me. Mm -hmm. So when they start having weird things happen, they're just like, just call Ben. Yeah, he does, he does that weird stuff. And
1: And so. They're all all, all singing the theme song to
2: Ghostbusters. Yeah, right. (laughs) And like at, at work when they write my name on like, so I work, I'm a deputy sheriff, but I work in the jail. Oh, so um, inmates cook our cook us food and leave it there. Shit, you gotta have stories just off that, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Call call me back in 20 years when I can retire. (laughs) So, but he always the cook would always write Ghost Rider across across my food. That's awesome. So, like I have. So everyone knows that I'm weird and do this stuff, but. So this particular girl, her name's Carly. She's given me um, permission to talk about her experience, but she, she called my wife and was like, Hey, like, I need to talk to Ben and I was actually meeting her. She's a, she's a hair stylist or like a she cuts hair and stuff here so i had an appointment with her and so she's telling me all this weird stuff while she's cutting my hair you know you can learn anything in a salon anything yeah and so me and her talking about all this weird crazy shit and the girls next to her just like
4: oh that's nice Uh,
2: okay (laughs) your voices are awesome (laughs) thank thank you you. yeah so um So anyways, and this is okay, I'll bring it back to like serious now. It's
1: all good. It's no worries.
2: Please don't.
4: No. It's (laughs) the middle of the
2: night and she has a two year old and like I think like an eight month old little girl. And so her little girl's calling her like mom, mom in the middle of the night. And you know, like the age where kids just know like like twenty words, like just enough to get by. Got one right now. Yeah. (laughs) But mine knows four that's a different story though. <laughs> and so carly gets in there to check on her little girl and she's she's holding on to the top of her crib and she's pointing like this and she says mama girl scary and she's Ugh. pointing in the corner
3: so creepy when
1: little kids do that because you believe yeah, them you know
2: yeah like when it gets kind of like conjuring creepy i was yeah, about I to see. say
1: if the kid is floating above the crib walk away (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. and so of course she you know she picks up her daughter and she gets her other daughter and she hauls ass to her parents house because she's like "Mm, no um, nope (laughs) mm -mm, no and she was living and i think she is still living with her parents until we can kind of help her figure this stuff out but she's had her fridge open by itself food thrown out doors open faucets turned on outside so there's wow and and around the faucet this was the one that got me the most was it's winter here anyways and the faucet turned on so it like melted the snow around it and it's all mud and there's no footprints to or from the faucet damn and so we we find out um, long story short we find out that there's you could say a spirit family that's kind of stuck together. There was a mother, a father and a daughter and a second daughter that was not related to them, but they adopted her into their family. Um, we're looking into the history right now, but the, the youngest daughter that they claim is their daughter, um, parents died in an accident. And this was like a neighbor family that took this little girl in and have been taking care of her since. Wow. I know that sounds really weird.
0: No, whatever. Like I said, Everyone like, has their lo- like whatever.
2: That's why what I said like long story short, because that took a very long time <laughs> to get to that <laughs> point. No, and um basically
1: it so came to that daughter
2: to, is still alive? Um, no, they these are all the spirits that live in the home. Okay. So like yeah, like spirit family and extra spirit child. I thought you were talking about like a
1: previous family in the. Home. Oh Sorry. no!
2: So yeah, that
0: was like the history of who lived there.
2: So we believe that this was on the property. Like we're still trying to find information because, like these these towns in Utah have been around since 1840 plus. So, um, anyways, we found out that the the littlest girl. Um, had this tragedy happen. And what we believe is um, this little girl was killed in the basement of that home and she does not leave that home um, in, in order. And I'd have to watch the video again to to get it like verbatim. So don't quote me, but I can show you the video. Um, the voices that we got through our recorder were of a man And it calls my partner that's with me, a bitch, who's a female. says, she's a bitch. Um, Same voice, hold her down, choke her. Uh, Wow. And and there was another one. And anyways, so that entity or whatever that is, is unrelated to the history that we now have under began to understand. So during the next session, we made contact with the girl again and um, the father and asked if they knew they were dead I said, yes. Um, Do you want to leave? And it said, yes. I said, do you know how Said no. And so um, growing up in a religious background, like I'm Mormon, but there's lots of, like i've grown up with baptists catholics natives tons of different religions and so i i asked them if they would like me to try and assist them move forward the way that i have seen work um not just within my religion but within our investigations and so i they it said yes and so We offered a like a prayer or a blessing, you could say, on the home to assist them moving to the other side. And we felt really peaceful, like everything felt really good at the end. But then, what we came, what we have now kind of began to learn or understand is now the good family is gone, but that nasty whatever. stayed and now it's alone and it's not happy damn So so now it's fucking shit up and never encountered that before never huh so like and that's like i have a i have a friend that does this professionally and i actually sent her all of my stuff and the next time she comes through utah she's gonna check out the house and that's cool
1: I got, I got a real quick closing question for you. Um, what was your reaction the first time that you audibly heard a voice? Did you like want to shit your pants, or
2: um, uh, if you could throw terror and excitement in a blender, <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's awesome. <laughs> it was both,
2: because like even like your face is like. <gasps> <laughs> you're you're in love, but you're also terrified. But you You'll also just more. got Don't what you me. wanted. But
1: like, it's like... like, like really good abusive sex.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dominatrix style.
2: Cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> oh. oh
3: <laughs> well, Ben, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we'll have to yeah. follow up with you on that last story uh, next time your friend comes to we'll town We'll have to do part two for sure. Yeah. yeah that would be sure. awesome you want to plug your uh, socials and your channel and everything
2: uh sure so um this is our logo it's on all of our all of our stuff so oh, we're nice. not on
0: we're not yeah, recording this, this is like my video mo- this is my wife so. my
2: wife made this so you can okay. tell her. thank you we'll have um, to take
0: a picture to post because we record just audio so they won't okay. see that logo We'll
2: have to take a picture or something like that. So on on Instagram, it's at central.utah.paranormal. It's the exact same on Facebook, but on Facebook, make sure you have the dots because there's two of us, but I'm the real (laughs)
4: one.
2: And and YouTube is also Central Utah Paranormal, but the, the YouTube one has a newer, more awesome logo, not discrediting my wife's logo at all. (laughs) <laughs> I just paid. I just paid for the other one, so I had to put it somewhere. Reel <laughs> it
1: in. That was really good. Good job. Uh,
2: right. All That's
3: right, great. man. Well, we will catch up with you next time, and uh, have a great night. Thanks for coming on. Yeah,
0: thank you so much. Thank that was you. awesome.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.